Hello and welcome to Decoding Duchenne, brought to you by the charity Duchenne UK with me, Claire Ronacres. Growing up is tough. Learning to be independent, to strike out on your own, to make new friends, to find your own space in society. It can be particularly challenging if you have a condition like Duchenne muscular dystrophy. I'm joined today by Saul Catlin, who's 18 and has DMD. Do you remember a, a time when you were told that you had Duchenne muscular dystrophy? No, I was diagnosed uh, from birth. So, mm -hmm. so were, you, or were you aware that you had this condition? Um, when did you become aware that you had it? Um, maybe when I was like, probably was when I was like seven or eight. Mm -hmm. And when you yeah. were at primary school, yeah. was it? And yeah. what was it that made you aware that you were different to your friends? Well, I didn't really notice anything different. It was really my parents told me I had a condition. But I did notice that I was kind of slower than the other kids. Yeah. Did you have a nice bunch of friends at primary school? Uh, uh, yeah, luckily I had uh, one great friend who understood everything. and was quite nice and, was nice and understanding about it. As you said, one of the first things that, that happens, that manifests itself, is a physical slowness. Yeah. Um, how did you find that when you were at school? Well, I felt like I couldn't join in with like the games that they would, that other people would usually do. Yeah. yeah. And how did that make you feel? Um, I, I know that sports yeah. days and things like that can be quite yeah, no, difficult. It made me feel a bit sad, but. I was I didn't really care because I I used to at primary school just sit down and read a book. So you found other ways yeah. to entertain yourself. Yeah. So while people were playing football, you'd yeah. be doing something just as interesting but different. Yeah. 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 And so as you got a bit older, um, you started to use a wheelchair. Yeah. Was that a a difficult moment for you, or and I've heard some people say it's actually quite a a good moment because you go from a point where you fall down yeah. a lot to where you don't. How, yeah. how did you find that transition? Well, I think it's, yeah, it makes you safer, yeah. And actually, like, other children, or like teenagers, but they don't mind. They they think it's quite cool. And they're always like, can I have a go? I bet, I bet. Yeah. I want to sit on it and press all the buttons. Yeah. Um, so for you, did you find it quite liberating, that movement, that yes, transition? Yes, I did, into it? yeah. 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 How active a life do you lead with your wheelchair? Are you able to do the things that you want to do? Um, yeah, to go to cinemas and stuff like that. Um, sometimes when I try to organise friends, it's quite difficult because I have to organise it like quite in advance before I can do anything. So I can't spontaneously go out sometimes, which can annoy me. You have to do a sort of recce to make yeah. sure that where you're going is yeah. going to be accessible. Yeah. Yeah, so that's a little bit limiting. But in yeah. general, you, you, you don't find it too bad. I don't find it too bad. As, as, long, as, as long as you find a solution, then, then you can do it. Yeah, and you're at university at the moment, yeah, you're studying. Tell me a little bit uh, about that. I'm studying games design and it's really fun and I l love doing the programming. And, and also all of the people are nice there. Like, they, they all talk to me like, they don't see me see the wheelchair, they just see me as a person, which I really like about my course I'm on. Yeah. Yeah. And gaming is a passion that you've developed throughout your life is it yeah it is yeah yeah and what is it you like about that um well i i like how it makes you feel like you're in a different world which which is good for when you're like um d disabled because you feel like you're 
like kind of weak or powerless but when you're playing a video game it kind of makes you feel like you're doing stuff that ordinary people can do. How do you get on with your parents? Um, yeah, I get on with them really well. You're rare as a teenager then who yeah, does, are you? Yeah. <laughs> do you find that they've been more protective because of your condition? Uh, not really. They've they've been more pushing me to like have a good chance at getting a job I want and like good chance of helping me make friends and They've been very supportive, yeah. but not overprotective. No, not really. They are amazing parents. Yeah, no. <laughs> Full marks to them, that's yeah. not easy to do. Do you feel that having DMD has affected your friendships? Not really, it just kind of feels like it's harder to go out with your friends when they're going out somewhere. So, yeah, sometimes just affect them, but it's like they won't stop being your friends just because just because you can't go out with them but cause they if they understand then that that's what a good friend is because if they just don't be your friend because you can't go out because of your disability then that that's not a proper friend do you out of interest do you have any other friends with dmd mm, not really no that's nothing you've ever wanted to do or been interested in doing not really how have you found having relationships do you have a girlfriend? No, I do not. <laughs> do you think it's harder to make those kind of relationships? Um, yeah, with your condition, because you're always worrying about will they like you because of your disability. Yeah, it's tricky for every teenager, I have to say. Uh, what would you like to do when you're older? Um, I'd like to be a games programmer. And you're already on that path already yeah, with your, your yeah. degree. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about living independently? Well, um, I quite like living independently. Because you're currently living in halls, aren't you? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I kind of like not having my parents around. I bet. Yeah. And have you found somewhere to live that is suitable for you? How easy was that? Uh, well, it was quite difficult because me and my parents, we had to um, make sure our hearing was set up for the beginning of term. So we had to organise it like beforehand so I had to we had to find a university place quite early on so if I did go there we would be able to sort out accommodation. And was the university helpful? Yes the university was very helpful when it came to that. And what kind of support do they offer you? They like they put a hoist in the room so I can get um, out of bed and on the toilet and they also provided me with a shower chair so I can shower Great, and yeah. excuse my ignorance, yeah. are you able to do that yourself or do you need somebody uh, to help you do no, it? No, I need, so I need uh, someone to help me. And who provides that? Um, well, I have a PA. A personal assistant? Yeah. Great, so yeah. does he come every morning? I've met him, he's Jose, he's sitting quietly in the corner somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Does he come every day? How does that work? Um, well, I have kind of two PAs, kind of of like, uh, one on one week and then another one comes on the other week so they have a chance to you all have a chance to rest from each yeah, other yeah, from <laughs> each other Yeah. Um, so do they come in the morning to help you get up? Um, yeah they do Yeah. yeah. and yeah. do they come with you to all your classes? And um, yeah but they kind of hang around outside and I call them when I need them okay so you can yeah. just use your phone or whatever yeah. Yeah, and then yeah. they help you go to bed in the evenings. Yeah, they and do they come out if you no, go? Uh, no, I have, um, I have PAs that also come at the night that just, that just are kind of awake during the night. Okay. In case I need any help during the night. Great. 
Um, and if you go out in the evening, do they go with you? Um, yeah. They hover nearby. Yeah, or I, or I, or or if they do come out, I might tell them to like hang around somewhere so I can be with my friends. Be on your own, but they're yeah. near in case you need it. And how do you yeah. find that? Does that work for you? Yeah, it works. It works really well for me because because I just like text them or call them. Yeah, and you had you developed a, a a good working relationship with them. Yeah, I have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you ever think about how the condition is going to progress? Not really. I just kind of live in the moment, not not worrying about what's going to happen in the future. Do you ever feel depressed about your condition? Well, yeah, I do, kind of, because it's not easy to exercise when you're, like, stuck in a wheelchair. And with, with, like, it's hard to find swimming pools that are accessible. And you think that exercise yeah. would really help you yeah, with that? Yeah, exercise would really... Because that, that's the only way I can exercise, really. I can exercise my whole body. So you would think that uh, better access to things like that would help? Yes, yeah. uh, definitely. Yeah. Are there any other ways you could be supported with your mental health? Do you think there are other things that could help you? Um, are your family and friends really. supportive? Yeah, yes, my family and friends are very supportive. Yeah, if I'm upset about something, I can just talk to my friends or my family. Yeah. How have you found it having able-bodied siblings? Does that make a difference, good or bad? Um, bit of both. Uh, it doesn't really make a difference for me, really. That's your family existence. Yeah. Yeah. Do you get on with your siblings? Um, you can say <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> But I don't exactly have the greatest relationship. Yeah, everybody yeah. wants different things. Yeah. Can you tell me um, some of the good things and the bad things about living with DMD? Good thing is, um, you got free parking. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, um, have you found it's opened the doors to things? Have you been able to do extraordinary things because of it? Oh, oh yeah. Because of my condition, um, I went to Florida after we make a wish. Wow! Yeah. What did you do there? Um, I went to, went to the theme parks and also swam with the dolphins. <gasps> that sounds amazing! Yeah. Amazing. Um, That's great. And what about the less good things about less it? Less good things. Well, have hospital appointments. Do you have a lot of hospital appointments? Um, uh, no. Uh, luckily nowadays they because mani- I go to this specialist part of Queen Square where it's just like um, everything's compact in there so I don't have individual appointments so you can go and get it all done yeah. in one go yeah no, yeah but the negative parts from that is uh, about when they have to take blood tests oh. I just hate needles yeah <laughs> I bet I bet yeah. do you take other medication and things like that um I take a, I take like a lot of medication do you, do you remember, every morning, is that an issue for you or is it quite straightforward? Because um, I have my PAs to help me remember uh, what to take and help me set out my drugs. So, so that's quite straightforward. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, what advice would you give to uh, any other teenagers who might be starting to go through the process of growing up with DMD? Well, what I would say is like... Um, think of yourself more of a person than just think about your wheelchair because if you think about that then 
then you won't worry about what other people think. What do you mean about the wheelchair? Um, like, not thinking about the wheelchair as your personality. Like, it's like the wheelchair is just there to support you. It's 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 like, uh, it's it's like your legs basically, and your and I would say like, your legs really don't make up who you are. It's like, not part of your personality. Yeah, it's not part of your personality. It's more of your. It's a function. Uh, it's more of a function. So I'd say it's like. And people don't don't mind if you're in a wheelchair because um, if if you talk to them then then they'll have then then they will stop being worried about talking to you. So if you talk to them then they then then they'll be able to see that you're intelligent and that you can have a conversation and then they're not worried to talk to you. Do you think it's about being being brave? Yeah, it's it, it's about being brave. It's about not worrying, not caring about what people, what people will, if people will judge you or not, because they're not likely to judge you. That they're, they're likely sometimes to not understand what your condition is. You don't want to hang around with people who don't get you anyway, yeah. do you? Yeah, no, but but really, it's just hang out with people that have similar interests to you by like having a conversation with them. Uh, what advice would you give people about their future and how they think about their future? Don't worry about, like, think about your career. I don't worry if you think you can't do it because you're disabled. Because, really, if you try hard enough, you can if you want to just get your dreams. If you just focus on it and, like, plan for what you want to do. Thank you very much, sir, for talking so honestly with us today. Good luck with your studies and your future career. Dijen UK raises funds for research into treatments for the condition and you can find out a lot more on the website www.duchenneuk.org. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, recommend us to your friends and join us next time. Bye.